Fresh, dynamic, and totally prepared. Here's Patricia Raskin with Positive Living on the leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm always happy to be part of Voice America because Voice America's goal is to provide live programming on the Internet worldwide that helps you, the listener, make informed decisions in your personal and professional life. Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. You can call us. We are here each week on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And you can log on to RaskinResources.com and hear the archived programs that are on my site. So, again, our number is 888-335-5204. You're welcome to give us a call. Today we are talking about health and wellness. We're talking about the physical, emotional, and spiritual connection between our health and healing. And how can healing the spirit uncover and really eliminate disease that happens physically, emotionally, and spiritually? My guest today is Sherry Wells, and Sherry wears a lot of hats. She's she's a very multi-talented individual. She is an ordained minister, among many things. She is also a yoga therapist. Sherry is an astrologer. She works a lot with box flower remedies. She is also a wedding planner. So Sherry has a, a lot of skills, and she, as I said, is a certified yoga teacher, astrologer, and she's also a certified psychic, and an excellent one at that. Welcome, Sherry Wells. Thank you, Patricia. <laughs> Happy and to wanna, be here. And I want to say to the audience that uh, Sherry is an individual that I have worked with um, in all different kinds of capacities, from the psychic ability to the astrology to the box flower remedies to the yoga therapy. And I do want to say that I really endorse her work. And even from those of you who are afar, um, she can work a lot by phone on some of these modalities, and she's really very gifted. So there you have it, Sherry. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, because you you do so many different things, you actually call yourself a soul doctor, S-O-U-L. What do you mean? Well, Patricia, um, several years ago I was having a dilemma because people would say, well, what do you do? And it would be like, well, just what you just went through. You know, I do yoga yeah. therapy, I do astrology, I do this, I do that. And I sat down one day and I meditated and I asked, what is the thread that connects all of these things together? Mm-hmm. And what I realized was that it's spirit. And in the true sense, if you go back and look at the um, the um, Latin for the word doctor, it actually comes from a word that uh, means docere, which is to teach. And I really feel like my role in the world is to teach people how to get in tune with their own souls. 
um, I do use a lot of modalities because it takes a lot of modalities. And I really kind of think of myself as a multimedia intuitive artist. Mm-hmm. So whatever it takes, you know, astrology is good for one purpose and uh, yoga therapy is um, mm-hmm. good for another purpose. What do you what do you say to people who um, are skeptical about astrology, particularly when you say, well, you know, there's a full moon or there's an eclipse? How how do you prove to people that it really works, Sherry? Well, to be honest with you, Patricia, that's not really my role in life. Um, I, I don't go around tr- uh, proselytizing and trying to convert people. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that we all have our um, you know, our own inner guidance, and if somebody doesn't want to believe in astrology, you know, I don't believe in war. You know, nobody's going to convince me to, And yet, and yet, astrology has, major companies, Fortune 500 companies, have hired astrologers to help them with financial predictions. Absolutely. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, I have a friend who is a financial astrologer for the sixth largest bank in the world. And, uh, yeah, it, why do they do that? Because it works. You know, when we're talking financial markets, it's show me the money. If it doesn't work, they don't use it. So I, I really don't care, honestly. I mean, I don't spend any energy trying to convert people to believe in astrology. Go out and look at it. <laughs> look at the stars. Look at the planets. Feel your emotions. What, what, and I guess that was the next question, is what do you think that people need to know? If they're new to astrology... Um, do they need to know, of course, their sun sign, which they would know because that's their birthday. Right. But it's more complex than that. There's the moon sign, the rising sign, and all the planets. Right, right. Good question, and my answer to that is um, astrology was psychology before there was psychology. Really? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The interplay between the planets describes a person's personality. And keep in mind that astrology has been around for thousands and thousands of years. No one really knows the source of astrology. Um, It's practiced in India um, like a religion. Um, Actually, it is part of the the Vedic sciences, which are the um, part of the religion of the Hindus. Um, The the ancient Greeks, um, the Celts, uh, the um, American Indians, the Tibetans, um, all these ancient cultures uh, realized the validity and, and actually worked with um, mm-hmm. astrology. So the, to get back to your question, the first thing a person needs to do is they have to have a natal chart. And that requires birth, date, time, and location. A lot of people don't know their birth time, and we astrologers can work within that um, of course it's better if they know their birth time but don't let that stop you from getting a reading just because you don't know your birth time and from this people will know immediately yes that's me how did she know that it's like well i'm just reading the planets that's all so it's it's a chart so it gives you your tendencies now it doesn't mean it's it's not like a psychic reading you can change things right it just kind of gives you tendencies and what could happen well Well, more about your personality I call a natal chart a soul imprint um, or um, a, a soul roadmap. How you came in. How you came in. What you wanted, what you decided prenatally to do in this lifetime. 
mm-hmm. what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are. Um, there's always family of origin issues in, uh, in a chart. I look at the parents and I see the melding um, within the child. So this is your basic roadmap. And as life goes on, we can go back to that and say, how am I doing with my roadmap? Did I take a detour? Did I fall off a cliff? Am I moving ahead? Then a person gets what we call a transit reading, and that's a good reading to get. I get one every year on my birthday um, just because. I get it from someone else because, of course, I'm biased. And um, so that gives me an overview of what's going to happen um, in the coming year. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me transition from that because I want to try to tie this together, and mm-hmm. we'll have the whole hour to do that. But right. you work then with astrology, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a roadmap in a sense. Right. Almost, as I said, a map. And and then you move into yoga therapy, mm-hmm. and from that um, you do. I mean, there are several other things that you do. But what would you say if someone came to you and said, "Look"? You know, I'm having a problem. Either I'm grieving over a loss in my life or um, if someone has left me or I'm having problems with my children or, you know, I really hate my job, and they come to you. Now, would you sit down with them and say, okay, I'm going to do the yoga work with you, which is a body work, and we can talk about that. I'm going to read your chart or I'm going to give you some flower essences or I'm going to tune in and see what the guides. How... How do you integrate all of this is the question. That's a good question. And um, the first thing I do, obviously, when, uh, you know, I'm intuiting. When I meet a client for the first time, I I ask um, beforehand, you know, that I receive the information that I need to help this client. Um, And the way that I start is I ask my client, how old are you? I will know, or sometimes a a client will be telling me her story, and I'll say, are you 40? And her jaw drops. Um, And the reason for that is because we all have major life events at certain times, and that is the cosmic clock. That goes back to astrology. Um, So that's the first thing I do. Um, If they're in a critical year, if they're 28, 29, if they're 38 to 40, 41, if they're 50, um, I will, I know instantly, okay, the person is having this, this transit. And this is what's happening. This is how long it's going to last. This is the best way to maneuver um, through this road, this rocky road. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, then we start with the body work. Because usually people walk in my door when they have a spiritual emergency. For example? Um, as you mentioned earlier, there's loss. Um, there may be death, there may be divorce, mm-hmm. there may be um, um, just rejection, abandonment. Um, a person may be um, considering moving mm-hmm. or um, um, quitting their job. There's always a pressing question. People don't come see me when life is wonderful. <laughs> they come see me when they're um, when they're having problems. Now, does that does I don't mean to digress, but mm-hmm. does that pertain to yoga therapy, which someone could have, whether you know, in the happiest state of their life? Well, yes. Now, getting back to the yoga therapy, um, the yoga therapy is just wonderful one-on-one body work. 
Um, it's personally some of the best body work I've ever experienced, and that's why I do it. And it's putting people into yoga postures. I work yes. on, yes, uh-huh. I work on a massage table. Um, people are, um, have their clothes on, and I've, uh, it's surprising how many people don't want to take their clothes off for a massage. That's an edge for a lot of people if they have um, body image issues. So it's a comfortable um, session where they can just come in, plop down on the table, and um, I basically stretch them out. Um, if they are yogis, if they're yoga students and they are practicing uh, yogi, then I will go further um, in the session than I do with somebody who just comes in and says, I have a migraine, my shoulders hurt, I have backache. Do you find that people ever get insights as you're working with them about what's going on in their life as you're stretching their body? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is such a good question. Uh, we body workers know that there is something called body memory. Uh, when we have trauma, we trap that memory in our bodies. And through various methods of therapeutic body work, yoga therapy being one of them, we can release those cellular memories from the body. And when we release them from the body, they are gone. This is not like um, a head trip when we're doing um, psychological therapy and we sometimes find ourselves in the twilight zone going round and round and round. When we release from the body, it's gone. It's, it's a fabulous uh, tool for transforming people's lives. It reminds me of Gustave a little bit where you pound the pillows, only it's yes. not quite as dramatic. Right. No, it's not that dramatic. It's very subtle. It's right. very subtle. Um, and, of course, you know in Sanskrit, which is the uh, language of yoga, the word means union. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing the yoga therapy, we are bringing together both body and mind. All right, Sherry, we're going to take a break. Okay. Very interesting. We are talking to Sherry Wells, who is an ordained minister, a certified yoga teacher, yoga therapist, astrologer, and certified psychic. We're talking about the connection between physical, emotional, and spiritual health and how healing the spirit can uncover and eliminate disease. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Information you need, when you need it, VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time to Voice America for True Life in God with Betsy Serafin. On the show, Betsy will talk about the importance of having God in your life as well as discuss how God is calling Christians to come together in the heart. So make it a point to tune in to True Life in God every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific for Mario Verdad, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crimes to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. This is Dr. Pat Basile, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. 
Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific to Voice America Health and Wellness for Staying Healthy with Dr. Elson Haas. Each week, Dr. Haas will focus on a different health-related topic as well as have on many expert guests that will give you many practical health tips that you can apply to your life. So tune in and improve your health with Dr. Haas and Staying Healthy every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific. Tune in every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to Voice America for Global Security with Victor Plesner. Global Security is the show that covers international security issues for all walks of life since 9-11 and what the future may present to keep our world safe. You will hear from leaders of global security companies as well as authors of books on law enforcement and terrorism. So join us Fridays at 8 a.m. for Global Security with Victor Plesner right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The defendant, having been found guilty, is sentenced to a term of five years imprisonment. Defendant will be remanded to custody immediately. On June 4th, my big brother was sentenced to five years in prison for a gun crime. That day, he sentenced me to five years of walking home alone from school. When you commit a gun crime, your family pays the price. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back, and we're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, positive living is really about bringing you positive solutions and practical principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. I really believe in positive living. My symbol is the bumblebee, and I pollinate through the airwaves. I get the nectar from, you know, the bees get the nectar from the flowers. Well, I get the nectar from the guests, and I bring that to you. And I've been doing this work 20 years, eight years on local radio, um, before that television, and three years now on Voice America. And I was one of the first on Voice America, but I'm here because I, again, to, to do their, their slogan, Voice America slogan, Voice America believes that in, the Internet's the future. The future is now, and so do I. And the Internet's very powerful. And here we are. You can be listening from all over the world. So that's very exciting. And my goal is really to help you find strategy in your life so that you can live the kind of life you want. We all have problems. We, I don't care what situation you're in. No matter how beautiful your life can be, we all have tough issues that we go through because this is life. And at one time or another, we all need help. And we can always use help in fine-tuning what we're already doing. And that's what we're doing today. My guest is Sherry Wells. Sherry Wells is an ordained minister. She's a certified yoga teacher. She's a yoga therapist, astrologer, and certified psychic. We're talking about discussing the connection between the physical emotional and spiritual part of our health and how healing the spirit can uncover and eliminate disease. And you can log on to Sherry's website at www.sherrywells.com. So please do that. Welcome back, Sherry. Thank you, Patricia. And for, for those, you know, who are long distance and away from where you are, um, I know you live in North Carolina, um, do you do work over the phone? Absolutely. Um, I can do uh, the astrology over the phone, uh, the box flower counseling, um, the uh, psychic counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of work I can do over the phone. Obviously, I can't do the yoga over the phone, but I live in a resort area and uh, in a beach area, 
And uh, people love to come down here, so it's a good excuse to come down to the beach for the weekend and get some right. other therapy also. And also to get everything, because you can do a whole package where yes. people get the body work and yes. the astrology and the psychic work. The other thing you do that's so interesting, and it's not the primary thing, but you also do wedding planning. Yes. And I guess my question is, how does that tie in? How do you use all those wonderful spiritual skills of yours? That's a hoot. Well, again, you know, I mentioned earlier that I'm an intuitive artist. Um, in my former life, I was um, a multimedia artist, and I was co-director of an art center in Florida. My job was events planning. Mm. So as, um, as life, you know, unfolded, um, I became an ordained minister in 1997 when one of my friends died suddenly and violently. Um, and I began to work with a woman who was a wedding planner. Uh, three years later, when she sold, when she retired, I bought her business. Mm. So that allows me to use my left brain, my logic, and my organizational skills. And also, a wedding is such a wonderful event. It's it's a peak experience for most people. Do you ever counsel couples? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you ever do you ever officiate as a minister at the wedding? Thing? Absolutely. Oh, I love officiating at weddings. So you do it all. You can really you can really it's like one stop shopping, Sherry. I can do everything but flowers and music. Right? <laughs> I mean, you can counsel them, you can officiate at the wedding, and you can plan it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back to something that you stated that I'd like you to clarify for the for the listeners. Okay. And that is. You really believe that healing the spirit can uncover and eliminate disease. Now, there are people out there with left brains that would say, now, just a minute. You know, God forbid I got cancer or God forbid I got heart disease. And, you know, are you trying to tell me that if I had behaved and thought differently that I wouldn't have gotten those with shame across their face? Mm. So that's, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. And as myself and my my family and my friends, my tribe gets older, um, you know, I look at that. And uh, we're all, you know, various people are getting different, quote, diseases. And, of course, that's the way of the flesh. Um, I don't take a hard line on that. Uh, As I get older, I'm trying to practice um, the art of compassion more and more because Mm -hmm. we all... Everybody is wounded. We come into this planet wounded. Mm. And to say that one wound is worse than another is not valid in my book. Um, what, what strategies would you advise for people, Sherry, who are going through a crisis so that before it hits their body, they can deal with it? Well, um, awareness, first of all. You know, that's where the astrology would kick in. You know, I would look and say, oh, okay, you know, you're having a Pluto transit. It's going to last three years. Um, these are some suggestions for uh, getting through it. Um, and I have a long list, you know, like an apothecary um, or a pharmacy of um, various tools that people can use. And they range from screen therapy to um, Morning Pages, which, bless her, Julia Cameron, um, you know, brought into the world, that concept, to, to the yoga. Um, just, and often I operate very intuitively. If I have a regular client that I'm working with, um, one week we might do one thing, and then, you know, my intuition tells me, oh, okay, for this session we need to do this. 
and you really go on the intuition. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so if we go back to the whole part of the healing, of people healing themselves, yeah. um, and when you say awareness and you talk about writing, like the morning pages, right? Um, what other things do you think are helpful for people? In many times it's hard for people to understand their emotions. Sometimes right. their emotions are all over the place. Right. So... What else do you suggest, Sherry? Well, I am um, something of a, a sort of a semi-Buddhist. Uh, I say that because I don't really study Buddhism. I've gotten little pieces of it here and there. But I find that it is so very important for us, number one, to get in touch with what's happening in the body, what's happening now, and that's where the yoga comes in. Um, when a person does yoga, all kinds of emotions come up. Um, fear, happiness, sadness, anger, regret, remorse. We get in touch with that emotion through the body work. And then as I understand and practice, semi-practice, or semi, you know, the semi-Buddhism is to sit. I like to sit with my emotions and I ask them, why are you here? Mm-hmm. What is your message? Mm-hmm. What have you brought to help me heal myself? Uh, another tool that I have uh, developed, uh, that I've used over the years is when I get angry, I sit with my anger for three days. That's and tough. it is tough. You're right. It is very tough. But, you know, I've had a lot of experience with this now. You know, someone who's 20 might find it much more difficult than someone, mm-hmm. you know, who's um, who's older. Mm-hmm. And I talk to that anger because that anger is in my body for a reason. Why are you here? Now, I want to go back for a minute. Because mm-hmm. One of the things that you were talking about with, um, with the healing with the yoga therapy yes. and doing it, through the body, is that when you do that, I would think it's a little bit safer and easier for people to get in touch with what they're feeling because, you know, you're saying, well, understand, where are you feeling this pain in your body? That's almost easier for people before they get into the emotional part. So wouldn't it be um, easier in the beginning for people to sit and identify where the pain is? Oh, Patricia, you're so perceptive. Absolutely. The body is a bridge to the soul. So, yes, if people can just say, oh, my neck hurts. And, um, you know, some people come in and lie on my table for several sessions before they say anything about their emotions. Mm-hmm. They have to, they don't know it right. Exactly. Right. Uh, they, they don't know it. Um, they don't feel safe. We have to um, establish a trust uh, mm-hmm. between the two of us. Right. And then, you know, creating a safe environment which accepts people as they are no matter where they are, allows them to relax and move into that catharsis, which which is part of the healing process. Because as you said, when you when you judge, then the person closes up like the flower bud closes up. Yes. Because you're vulnerable. Exactly. You're vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, you know, really looking at, as you said, what is what's going on in your body and trying to understand it. Because for some people, um, it's just they don't know what their emotions are. 
So right. at least in the beginning, they can be in touch. And then uh, the other thing I was going to bring up as you were talking was Louise, Louise Hayes' work. Yeah. Well, she has a book that looks at the physical pain and tells you metaphysically and spiritually what it means. Yes. So if you have a headache or, let's say, you've got a rash or you have a toothache or, what, or whatever it is that you have, you actually go to this little book. Uh-huh. And it will tell you, it will show you what the, what the symptom is. Yeah. And it will tell you what's going on. And it's, I've looked at that book and some days I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, it, and you, you can't even understand how she comes up with the explanation because yeah. it doesn't seem to fit. Right. But, I mean, it will be everything from you're angry, you're grieving, you're frightened, and then she'll give you an affirmation after that. So right. it's the direct spiritual and emotional connection sort of defined from that physical symptom. Yes, exactly. And the name of that book is uh, You Can Heal Your Life. By Louise Hay. By Louise Hay. Excellent. Excellent book. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a break. We are talking to Sherry Wells, and her website is sherrywells.com, S-H-E-R-R-Y, wells.com. And Sherry is an ordained minister, a certified yoga teacher, yoga therapist, astrologer, and certified psychic. She's also written books. And we're talking about the connection between physical, emotional, and spiritual health and how when we really can uncover our issues, that uh, healing our spirit can really help uncover and eliminate disease. So we're going to talk more about all these connections. If you have questions, you can call us after the break at 888-335-5204. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Cutting edge, challenging, stimulating. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant. Today, more and more student-athletes are bypassing college and heading straight to the pros. Matt Bush, Freddie Adu, LeBron James. Discuss the benefits and pitfalls of going pro on the Sport Mavericks with Ida Moye and Mama Starks every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Sport Mavericks provides straightforward, no-nonsense talk about the current and sometimes controversial topics facing student-athletes and their parents today. Agents want to make money. Schools want the publicity. The Sport Mavericks wants what's best for you. So whether you or your child is thinking about bypassing college or looking for the best university to showcase their talents, listen to the Sport Mavericks with Ida Moyer and Mama Starks every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Sport Mavericks, smart talk for parents and athletes. Hi, I'm Jennifer Lewis, and you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Stay on top of the latest developments which may affect your physical, emotional, and spiritual condition with Update on Health with Dr. Peter C. Tan every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Learn how some simple measures can reduce your chance of getting cancer by as much as 70%. Find out what you can do to combat obesity, diabetes type 2, high cholesterol, and more. It's all about vitality, fitness, endurance, and longevity. Listen to Update on Health every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on voiceamerica.com. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to the customer service counter and claim them. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies to munch on during the big game. Thank you and have a good day. Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. 
It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. When tax time comes, are you the person that goes to your accountant with a shoebox literally full of receipts? Stop wasting your accountant's time as well as your own by organizing your finances with the help of Joe Dunphy and Poor Richard Shoebox. Heard live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Poor Richard Shoebox will let you know what you can do to organize for tax time as well as how to get the most out of your retirement. So get all of your receipts together and tune in to Poor Richard Shoebox with Joe Dunphy every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the Voice America Radio Network. Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hey everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. I always want to say about Voice America, Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. Positive Living brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. Positive Living is on Voice America on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. And if you miss all that, you can go to my website, which is raskinresources.com, R-A-S-K-I-N, you can get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, and you can listen to my archive shows that are on my site. My guest is Sherry Wells. Sherry is an ordained minister, certified yoga teacher, yoga therapist, astrologer, and certified psychic. We're talking about physical, emotional, and spiritual health and how it can help to eliminate disease, it can help to uncover disease, and it can help you to live a much happier and fuller life. Welcome back, Sherry. Thank you, Patricia. Happy okay, to be here. Okay, and her website is SherryWells.com, S-H-E-R-R-Y, Wells.com. Okay, one of the things that you work with in, I call it your, your bag here. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, my medicine kit. <laughs> right, is the box flower remedies. Uh-huh. And I'd like you to explain a little bit about that. Is that homeopathic? Explain what it is and what it does. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, they are homeopathic. This is different from aromatherapy. Um, people often confuse them um, because when you hear the word flowers, people automatically think aromatherapy. But mm-hmm. these these are homeopathic. Um, they were discovered by Dr. Edward Bach, B-A-C-H, who was a visionary homeopath working outside of London in the 1930s and 40s. And I have actually been to the Box Center in Oxfordshire, and it is so past, uh, pastoral. Um, it's beautiful, sheep, green, rolling hills. It's a wonderful uh, place to um, actually, I think, to feel the earth and to feel um, the presence of the flowers. I, I get it. You know, when I went there, I thought, oh, no wonder he figured all this out. I personally believe that he probably intuited or channeled the information. But these operate, there are 38 of them in one combination, um, and they operate on the emotional body. Um, you put a few drops under your tongue and um, do that four times a day. And it's very surprising that after a while, and that while might be 
a day, a week, a month, or two. But lo and behold, a person realizes, wow, you know, I'm not angry anymore, or I'm not obsessing anymore, or I'm not worried anymore, or I'm not sad anymore, or I'm not fearful anymore. And there's remedies for each of those different Yes, yes, yeah. The 38 remedies address various uh, emotional conditions. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that this is, um, you know, the healing of the future. This is a vibrational healing. Mm-hmm. And I personally wish that every emergency room in the world would have a vat of rescue remedy, mm-hmm. which is the combination of flower essences that are designed to help shock and trauma. Mm-hmm. I carry this in my purse. Um, I have it beside my computer. Um, it's a wonderful treatment when you're driving down the road and somebody, um, you know, pulls out in front of you and you have to slam on the brakes or you get a phone call uh, and something's happened with a family or a, a friend. Take some rescue remedy. It will make you have better judgment and move through the trauma much more quickly than than not having the rescue remedy. And so you personally would recommend this before somebody goes to, for example, the, the, the medical model absolutely. of the antidepressant. Oh, absolutely, yes, yes. And now we have to understand that with your medical model, you know, the, um, the drugs are going to mask symptoms, whereas these go to the source of the dis-ease in the body. And for some people, drugs are important. Absolutely, absolutely. But, but absolutely. this is a way to maybe go try something first. Yes. How well this does with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. What do you hear from clients that work with you about the Bach flower remedies? Oh, well, I've got clients that swear by them. And, um, you know, in England, this is a very ordinary form of healing. Um, here in America, it seems a little like the woo-woo choo-choo. Mm-hmm. But um, in England, it's very it's accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yes, clients if they will stick with it. Now some of my clients also think that it's woo woo choo choo, and they don't even bother uh, to do them. Mm-hmm. But for clients who you know who stay on path, it's um, you know it's uh, a very valid form of healing. Mm-hmm. Sherry, in general, what? do you hear from clients? Now, remember, you're doing a variety of things. With some it's astrology, with some it's yoga therapy, with some it's about flower essences, with some it's doing psychic work. Right. Um, what, what in general do you hear from clients who work with you? Or is it different for the different treatments that you give them? Or do you hear, what do you hear? Well, everybody's two primary concerns are love and work. Hmm. So anybody that walks in the door, if that is going to be an issue nine and a half times out of ten. Um, I, I am blessed with um, the with a, a clear channel most of the time. And, of course, I work with this. You know, I ask. I want to be a clear channel. Um, so um, when people come in, I give them what? I what I am guided by God or higher power or goddess or whatever uh, to do. And what do you hear from clients? As far as um, accolades, 
Is that what we're talking about here? We're talking about in terms of what, how the work works for them. Uh-huh. What, what benefits, not just about the, the, the practitioner yourself, but from doing this kind of work with you, what do people say they gain from it or maybe not gain from it? But what are you hearing? Well, for people who are willing to walk um, the path mm-hmm. of, um, of personal responsibility and claiming that for their lives, um, they are transformed. Um, but you have to do the work is what you're saying. Exactly, right. Right. It's not like you just come for counseling and the person nods and goes, uh-huh, uh-huh, well, here, do this and come right. back. Right, right. They've got to do some work. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, some people, that's all they want. I personally believe it takes a huge amount of courage to heal family of origin issues, and I also believe that everything that's happening on the planet is a family of origin issue. That is where the guts of why we do what we do takes place, where it started. So I'm, I'm always, it's my intention to help people get back, you know, to that emotional state of, you know, three or four or five and what happened, what was wounded, um, where where does the healing, you know, need to... Because to, what you're saying is they're repeating it somewhere. Absolutely. Now. We're talking Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Remember the movie Groundhog Day? Yeah. Yeah. So if we don't heal that, then nothing else really matters. Everything else is just a symptom. We just repeat it in different form. And in relationships and in jobs we choose. Everything, everything Mm -hmm. is a family of origin issue. And it's at the core of that, it's about feeling unloved, Mm -hmm. low Mm self-esteem, feeling unloved, being abandoned, being rejected. And you give people also sometimes homework to do too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is a lot about the writing. Absolutely. So so what you're doing really is you're combining spirit. And yes. helping people to really see. Yes. Yes. Really, really fascinating. And the other thing that um, is very important for me is for my clients to understand that we all have these issues. Um, it helps me. I don't feel so isolated or so wounded myself to understand, oh, wow, you know, we're all going through this. And I want my clients to know that they're not bad, you know, that um, it that caca happens, mm-hmm. um, and the strong ones, the wise ones, are um, the courageous ones, are the ones who say yes. You know, what is the difference between an alcoholic and a healer, or a drug addict and a healer? Chances are they've had similar experiences. Maybe they've, maybe both people have been incested. Um, maybe there was violence in the other kinds of violence in the home, or they were abandoned. What's the difference between a healer and an, and an addict? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So what you're saying is that the person who's been the addict and has been transformed becomes a healer? Yes. Absolutely. So you, you're saying that the best healers are those who have been through these experiences. Absolutely. No question about it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And probably if we study a lot of the great healers, we'll see that. Absolutely. If you read the mm-hmm. books. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some people are fortunate. Some people do come in and uh, like um, 
I started to say Gandhi, but he certainly did not have an easy path. You know, there are a handful of people that just come in, they know they have a mission, and they accomplish that. But most of the healers that I know, most of the books that I've read that healers have written, they started off healing themselves. Mm. Mm. Louise Hay, bless her, you know, she had cancer. And what about uh, Carolyn Mace? Yes. I don't know. I don't know Carolyn Mace's story. Do you know? I don't. Story? I don't know her story. I don't. But I, I know she's a very powerful intuitive yeah. healer. Yeah. Very. She yeah. may be one of those that just came in and said, "I have a mission." And she may have. Interesting. All right, we're going to take a break. We're okay. talking to Sherry Wells. SherryWells.com is her website, and Sherry is an ordained minister, certified yoga teacher, yoga therapist, astrologer, and certified psychic. And we're talking about the connection between physical, emotional, and spiritual health and healing. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Make Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race star. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's Dr. Peter Towns. I am America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Getterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Connecting your world, the Internet's number one talk and information station, voiceamerica.com. How does the idea of adding 20 years to your life appeal to you? Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for the the Liquid Low Show is about micromanaging your physical body so that you can activate all of your 668 trillion cells. On the show, you will discover the secrets of cellular renewal that bring about fully satisfying physical, mental, emotional, and sexual life, as well as teach you why people in China are living to be 100-plus years without any degenerate diseases. Once again, that's The Liquid Low Show with Louis Moss, every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. As I always say, Voice America is where we are, and Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now. 
Positive Living is on the air on Voice America on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. We are rebroadcast on Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. The shows are archived on my site, raskinresources.com, where you can find a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. There is still time to call us at 888-335-5204. My guest is Sherry Wells. Her website is sherrywells.com, S-H-E-R-R-Y, wells.com. Sherry Wells is an ordained minister, a certified yoga teacher, yoga therapist, astrologer, and certified psychic. We're talking about the connection between the physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Sherry has also authored two books, which we'll talk about. But before we do that, Sherry, welcome back. Thank you. Um, what I want to talk about is you do this workshop, and it is called Transmuting Lead into Gold, Using Anger and Depression as Fertilizer for Personal Growth. Now, I, want to hear, I would like you to tell the audience about that, and here's a question around it. Okay. For people who are often angry and depressed, they're in a dark space. Right. And one of the things that I think you work with in complementary therapies and, and, and in, in, in spirituality and in any part of life is that whole idea of faith and trust. Right. No matter what we are, what we believe in, if we don't have faith and trust in something, then the, the world is dark. Right. But people who are angry and depressed often are frightened. And so they lose that faith. They, they go to the faith, they go to the hope, and they dip right back into, oh, but what if this happens or what if that happens, and they dip down into the depression. Right. So, Sherry, how do you help those people develop that trust when they see the light and then all of a sudden the wave comes in and washes it away? Whew, that's a big question. <laughs> uh, um, lots of ways. Um we were talking about the um, during the commercial. You and I were talking about the faith of a mustard seed mm-hmm. um, in Scripture in the Holy Bible, and one of the things that can be helpful is to go to the grocery store and to go to the spice rack and to buy a box of mustard seeds. Take them home. Put them on your desk. Um, they're really tiny, tiny little things, mm-hmm. and the Scripture is. With the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Now, I believe... What does that mean? What does I, that mean? If you say the faith of a mustard seed because they're tiny, you mean just have a little bit of faith? If you have a little bit of faith, it will grow. Mm. So don't jump off the cliff. Just take one step towards the cliff. Okay. And that faith will grow. And then if you fall back, don't beat yourself up and say, oh, see, I slipped back again and I've No, 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 because life happens. You know, life is an ebb and flow like the ocean, like the tides. Mm-hmm. You know, there will be good days. There will be bad days. A 24-hour day consists of light and dark. Think about the symbol of the yin-yang with the white inside the black and the black inside the white. So balance, you know, we we must learn to be gentle with ourselves when we're healing. We're fragile anyway, and if we beat ourselves up, that's just, that's counterproductive. And one of the things that I try to do in my practice is help people understand that we're at a time on this planet when we're almost at critical mass, and we must heal ourselves, not only for ourselves, but for the generations, as the Native Americans say, seven generations forward and seven generations back. 
And when we heal ourselves and we develop that self-love and that compassion, then we can give that out into the world to all the people that we come in contact with. So keep the faith is what you're saying. Just have a little faith. You don't have to have a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, have the faith of a mustard seed. Try one little thing that feels safe for you, mm-hmm. whatever that is. It's like I'm going to go downtown or I'm going to go to the mall and I am going to find blah, 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 whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to have a parking place. Or I'm going to meet somebody that's going to give me a message that's going to cheer me up. You know, start with little things. Mm-hmm. Allow that. Think of it as a seed, which it is, mm-hmm. and allow it to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, it must be fertilized and it must be watered, and we do that with uh, mental discipline. So you in know. this workshop, transmuting lead into gold, yes. using anger and depression and fer- as fertilizer for personal growth, is that yes. what you talk about, sort of that mustard seed in the faith? That's part of it, and part of it is knowing that our anger and our depression are trying to get our attention. Look at what anger and depression do in the body. You know, they are emotions that are trying to get our attention. And what I do as an astrologer is I equate anger with Mars and I equate depression with Saturn. So, of course, I'm going to look at a person's chart and see what their transits are. And it's like you have to invite these emotions in, in the Buddhist way, which we talked about earlier in the hour. Have them, and I actually visualize, you know, it's like what does Mars look like? You know, is he's the red planet, he's the warrior god, so what does he look like to me? And he comes charging into my house and he throws his spear at my throat and he says, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm trying to get your attention. All this is happening because you won't listen to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's almost like the little child within screaming out too. Yeah. When, yeah. when you know, when you're not meeting your own needs. Exactly. And the little kid is just so depressed because they can't play. And they can't sure. Do so it's the same thing. So what are, um, we only have a couple minutes uh-huh. left, but um, are there certain exercises you do in this workshop? Do people write? Well, one of the things that I find uh, about a lot of people who are what I call on path, on the spiritual path, right. is they're actually afraid to acknowledge and express anger and depression. So I create an environment through mythology and storytelling that allows them to accept that these, quote, bad emotions, close quote, are not bad after all that they're really here to help us heal. Mm. So we spend a good deal of the uh, workshop with that, and then we do a number of exercises, such as the one I just mentioned, when Mars comes in with his spear at your neck, you know, to help us um, get in touch with what is there and then what can we do. Then the the transmuting it into lead and gold, Mm. uh, the the lead into gold. Mm -hmm. Exciting. All right. Two words, simple formula for being happy. Is there one? How about it? Three words. Okay. Be here now. I knew you'd say that. (laughs) (laughs) Sherry, thank you so much. That's that's wonderful. Be here now. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Stay on the line. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Sherry Wells of sherrywells.com. Take a look at her website. Next week, folks, we're going to talk to Judith Wright, author of There Must Be More Than This, Finding More Love, 
life, and meaning by overcoming your soft addictions. She'll discuss overeating, overshopping, watching too much television, surfing the Internet for hours, and telling listeners how to have more life, love, and meaning. And you can log on to themustbemore.com. Remember, this show is always on Monday, not Tuesday, but Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. Log on to raskinresources.com to get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, and also to listen to the archive shows. I love you all. It's an honor and pleasure to be with you each week on Positive Living Worldwide on the Internet on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. 